0: but then again who asked me hello and welcome back to another episode of the who asked me podcast i know a lot of you may be thinking bella where the hell have you been loca just kidding if you follow me over on the instagram page you know i already made that joke however recycling is good for the environment just kidding actually not nevertheless i have been on a hiatus um you know life (laughs) life really just kept throwing things at me um to touch on a few of those things one i am getting married i feel like i've said that a million times as an excuse on this podcast however it is very time consuming and i am a procrastinator Along with me getting married, two of my best friends are also getting married. One of my best friends just got married. And it's just, it's just, it's a lot. Okay, it's a lot. There's a lot of bridesmaids, dresses, a lot of colors, a lot of cakes, a lot of everything. Um, Speaking of dresses, I got a new wedding dress. Like, as an addition to the one I already have. Listen, listen. I just kept looking at the one that I originally (laughs) said yes to. And I was like... You know, I don't know if this is the one for me, actually. So I went back to the drawing boards. Thankfully, I was able to do that. And we got another one. So that happened. Um, And then I actually sat down to record a podcast episode at one point, And my computer started going haywire. I shit you not. Literally kept muting me and my microphone, and I was just like, what the actual fuck is going on, and so then I got really discouraged on top of everything else that's happening, and I was just like, okay, well, we're not going to do it, we're not going to do it, and I sat down, and I watched a million hours of Drag Race, like literally a million, but I mean, I'm not upset about it, and um, also, if you follow me on Instagram, I did touch on this a little bit, I have been having some work troubles, Um, by work, I mean the job that actually pays me, Uh, A lot of you know, if you've listened for a while, that I am a restaurant manager. So, you know, things are just a little crazy right now. Being a woman in the service industry in also a black woman is not easy. Let me just say that, Um, especially in the area that I live. I just had a come to Jesus moment because I realized that I have pretty much been professionally gaslit my entire career as a, um, well, actually just in the service industry in general, not even just as a manager, especially as a bartender and server. Um, and, you know, it's continuing to happen. I don't like it, but some changes are being made. I am, you know, learning to speak up for myself a little bit more, which is crazy because I generally do it's just one of those things especially when work is involved that you are like maybe I shouldn't say this and you're a little bit more hesitant because you know who wants their money to get funny not me and I need benefits in the year 2021 and beyond okay I've lived that non-benefit life so I had just had a lot of internal struggles with that um you know Work troubles as an adult, they really can take a toll on you. But I am back for the season finale of season one of the Who Asked Me Podcast. Yes, this is still going to be the season finale, as I said in the last episode, what, a month ago? Shit. (laughs) I still need to one figure out what the hell is wrong with my computer because I'm actually recording this on my phone right now, which is one of the great things about anchor. Okay. However, I still need to figure out what's not going on with my computer. I want to rebrand. I want to bring new topics and, you know, fun stuff to the podcast. So to do that, I need time. So we're going to get this episode kicked off. All right. Talking about the one new show that everybody cannot stop talking about. And that is Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. When I tell y'all I did not want to like ultimate Girl's Trip. first of all as we all know when it first was announced and they first went on the vacation we kept seeing all of these spoilers so in my mind i was just like i already know how this is going to play out i'm not really excited for it it's on peacock what the hell is going on um and boy was i wrong and you know what in this sense i really don't mind being wrong because this show is a treat first of all there's no fourth wall like they break it down completely. They talk about stuff from behind the scenes on each individual franchise and then on the show in general. Like they point out the paparazzi. They point out the fact that when they get on Instagram, somebody's leaking stuff. Kenya. Okay, Kenya. It's Kenya. We all know that. And overall, it's just very interesting for me to see these women in a different environment than on their respective franchises. Um, The person who surprised me the most is Teresa, okay? I'm not a tree hugger, but I'm not not a tree hugger. I understand the importance of Teresa, don't get me wrong. I'm just not like her number one fan because as we know, the things that come out of that woman's mouth just really <laughs> baffle me sometimes. However, seeing her in Ultimate Girls Trip, I'm like, yes, tree. Yes. All right. So maybe I could get like half of my tree hugger pin. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I'm still not getting down with Louie. And that comes from me being worried about her because like, We've already had the whole Joe Judy situation, you know. We know the trouble they got into. But nevertheless, we'll just have to see how that plays out. Um, the only person, obviously, that I'm not shocked by, Ramona. And that, I'm again, I'm sure that comes to a shock to no one. Ramona is acting the way we absolutely expect her to act. Um, stealing rooms, being inconsiderate all around to everyone. And just... <laughs> being a terror on people, all right? Being an actual terror. The whole, actually just the whole, Marmona as a whole, from her on the boat with Luann, to the makeup situation with Cynthia, <laughs> to just all of it. Gosh, I really hope that woman is bidding us farewell however i have a feeling she's not because at one point in one of the episodes kyle said exactly exactly what it is about ramona is ramona wrong yes is she offending people yes but I, am i entertained yes and that is why ramona will continue to be on our television screens unfortunately but my god she is just a pill Somebody said that to me the other day I was telling them something somebody did to me <laughs> that we both know or the per- we both knew the person and <laughs> she goes, she is a pill. And I was like, wow. Obviously I'd heard that saying before, but I was like, how accurate? Gonna have to work that in there. And I just did. Nevertheless, Kenya, not surprised by um who Kenya was surprised by is Cynthia. As we all have heard, Cynthia and Kenya um, are no longer friends or there's some beef and it's showing and playing out on Girls Trip. I do think that Cynthia did not expect Kenya to get along with everybody and for her to not be as well received. And I don't think that's shady of Cynthia. I just think that's her knowing, you know, how histories can, you know, replay itself sometimes. I think all of us thought that, Ramona and Cynthia were going to be the two most unliked. Um, however, that's, that's not quite the case. Um, you know, I just think that 50 Cent is all around retired from the housewife franchise. Like she just seemed like she didn't really want to be there that much. Even from the beginning. She was like, all right, let's, let's go collect this little extra chick and just bid farewell to the franchise. Because as we know, she's not coming back to Atlanta. She's hanging up her housewife hat. So You know, sad ish to see her go, but it's time. It's definitely time. Now, I don't think that Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Strip is getting a reunion, but let me tell you the one episode that I do want everybody to sit down with Andrew about is the episode on the boat. It is because we have some unfinished business. And by we, I mean me and the ladies. So if maybe somebody wants to set up a Zoom call if everyone can't fly to Andrew, that would be great. That would be great. And I mean, they're already setting up for another Ultimate Girls Trip esque, you know, franchise because they've already filmed it, I believe. They go to Bluestone Manor and it's Dorinda, Phaedra, Brandy, Tamra, Vicky, Eva, which I find very confusing, but whatever. Um, And I think that's it. I'm excited. I wasn't, like I said, I was not, I was a doubter at first. But if this is the, you know, energy we're all bringing, I can accept it. I can absolutely accept it. So moving right along, we're going to go to the next franchise that has absolutely shocked me. And when I say I'm about to eat crow, I'm about to eat fucking crow. Now I know, I know a lot of y'all are about to be like, huh. I told you, I told you, Zelle, I told you. Listen, listen, okay? Like I said, I'm eating crow. Salt Lake has turned into something that I was absolutely not expecting at all, at all. If you know, you know, I said I was fucking bored. And I was, okay, I was bored at the beginning of this season before Jen got arrested. And I wasn't bored the episode she did get arrested, but like at the end, but I was like, oh, okay. I think I said my bones were not chilled to be exact. (laughs) And they weren't. However, the conversations following, starting with Jenny eating Jen's snacks off of the bus. I don't think you guys understand how hard I laughed because that would completely and totally be me. Let me tell y'all something. I'm a hungry little girl, in the words of Miss Mary. All right, I am. If you have something tasty around me and we're kind of familiar with each other, I might ask you for a little, little bitty bite, all right? So if somebody were to leave a bag of snacks and I had to stare at them for a long period of time, I definitely would, yeah, I definitely would open them up and eat them, especially if I knew you wasn't coming back. Listen, that bag of snacks was the Lisa Jen's worries. Let's be honest. All right. So, you know, I don't know what I'm more interested in at this point, especially after last night's episode, the Mary Cosby story and the fact that it looks like it's actually playing out or the Jen story because if you ask me if you ask me I'm no producer and or editor but I feel like maybe the Mary of it all should have been elevated a little bit because I know Jen Shaw is just going to deny doing everything and then yell at everybody that doubts her I know that all this shit that's happening now in that mid-season trailer moving forward that should have been the trailer for the season okay that's that's all I'm saying that's all I'm saying but the ladies of Salt Lake City are delivering um as far as where my alliances lie I still have none in Salt Lake I find them all pretty annoying still however I'm entertained um I also I can't remember who said this maybe it was Quinn and Donnie of know that I don't know however One of my fellow podcasters said this. I will not be surprised if every single last one of those ladies in Salt Lake City is arrested for some type of wire fraud, some type of money laundering, because I'm still confused on how they are so goddamn rich. I mean, I know how Mary's so rich. Okay. I know how she's so rich. People are remortgaging their houses to give her money. So that part I understand. However, the rest of them, mm, skeptical. Okay. Okay we are getting fireworks i am hooked i am entertained In, i'm sorry i'm sorry i doubted you salt lake city okay you all tried to tell me and now i believe you i'm a believer all right now moving on forward hopping to we're gonna touch on vanderpump rules really quick um in my touch on it i mean just a little itty bitty boop because it's lost me It's lost me, and I think it knows that it's lost everybody else because they filmed the reunion on Friday. And apparently, James and Raquel broke up on the reunion, like while filming it. So, we're gonna see it. And I'm just like, mmm, mmm. It feels like Lisa said, James, you could be the future. I'm not even gonna try and get into my Lisa Vanderpump impersonation. I was going there, however, my allergies are fucking up. So, nevertheless. I feel like Lisa said, do you want to be the next Jax, James? Do you want to be the next Jax? Put this fucking franchise on your back and do something about it. I feel like that's what she said. And James said, okay, I'm going to break up with her girl. Poor thing. I still don't know if a breakup on a reunion is enough to save Vanderpump where we're at. We need a complete rebranding. Scrap it all. Okay, but maybe, maybe just throw it away. And I can't believe I'm saying that because... Vanderpump Rules was once my baby it really was but it may be time it may be time to hang up the sur dress. all right I'm just saying it's a thought I will lightly touch on the rest of the Potomac reunion because I really don't have that much to say about it uh this season of Potomac as a whole obviously was good The Potomac ladies do deliver when it comes to like the surface level entertainment of it all. However, you all know how I feel about, you know, the colorism and whatnot on that show. And if this reunion proved anything, it's that we're not in a space on that show, viewers and the people on that show to actually have an open conversation about colorism because it keeps getting shot down and not the attention that it deserves. Ashley Darby said her piece and I'm like, okay, okay. The colorism doesn't really affect you, though, that we're speaking of on the show. It doesn't affect Ashley. However, we let her kind of gatekeep that conversation, I felt like, and then it was shut down. I just, it was ridiculous. Um, I don't think that that whole reunion needed to be four parts. I really don't even think it needed to be three. Obviously, it was four because Nikki had her old segment, which was, ugh. To me, I don't want to sit there and watch Nicki Minaj question people about their lives and their husbands, especially considering we could do a four-part special about her life and her husband if we want to get into it, but whatever. I don't really want to see celebrities take Andy's spot, especially if it means four-part reunions, because it's just unnecessary. Unless we're going to replace Andy altogether, which I'm not opposed to, just so we're clear because also while watching the Potomac Reunion, I just Andy does not talk to black women well. He really doesn't. And as somebody who's watched Housewives, All the Housewives, except for O.C., in extent multiple times, he just, he never has. And I feel like he might be getting worse. Like I really, really, really do. The way he spoke to Candace, was very annoying to me. Also, Wendy, now let me, let me touch on Miss Wendy. While yes, I do think Wendy did a little too much. I get it. I also think that other people have done too much in that space. And it's not received the same way as Wendy doing too much is. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to point it out, okay? We have arguably seen all of these women do too much at a point in time. But for whatever reason, when Wendy does it, everyone has a problem with it. And I just, I don't get it. I really don't get it. You can be annoyed by her. I was annoyed by her, okay? But come on, come on. And I get it, you know, when it comes to Wendy trying to get her point across. I get Wendy there. So yes, while I cringed at some of the things she said and did and you know how she reacted to some things, I get it because they came for her this season. They really did. Robin did admit that she used the wrong word in saying loose, but you have to remember, she admitted that months later. If you called me loose, every fucking jab that I swung at you, okay, that I threw at you rather... And you, if you were like, why are you acting like that towards me? Loose, 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 loose. You called me loose. And I still have more degrees than you. So while I can admit that Wendy was a bit cringy, I can't say I blame her. I really can't. And y'all need to stop moving the goalpost, okay? I cannot stand that shit. I can't stand it in real life and I cannot stand it in my TV. But whatever, all right? I'm glad this season is over. Um, I heard... And like the rest of the internet that apparently Mia may not be coming back. I won't be upset about that. I will not be upset if Mia doesn't come back. You know, she gave it a good try. She really did. But all that lying. Okay. That storytelling Mia does. If she does come back, I'm gonna need her to leave that in this season. Because girl, girl, it's exhausting. But on that note, that is all I have for Bravo related things. I think I've never said this on this podcast, but I have said it, I think, on Taria's podcast. I don't watch the OC. I have seen bits and pieces and episodes here and there of the OC, but I've never watched Real Housewives of OC consistently. Um, Just wasn't really my cup of tea. Really, I know who everyone is. Like I said, I know the players and everything, but I'm just like, I can fade in and out of that. I will watch this season that we're heading into right now, but I cannot promise that I'm going to be very current with it. Um. But on that note, let's get into some of the other things I want to touch on. So a few days ago over on the Who Asked Me podcast Instagram page, I got into some Sex and the City polls because we officially got a trailer for... And just like that, the Sex and the City reboot. Now, I will say after seeing that trailer, I was like, huh, interesting, because it does seem like it's going to take us through the lens of the women kind of branching out and not hanging out with just solely each other like we saw for the first six seasons of Sex and the City, which I can appreciate because as I get older, I still have A lot of my core friends, however, it seems like they're taking you through, you know, other friendships that you find later in life, which I feel like a lot of times is not spoken about, you know, friends through, you know, parents or parenting, I should say, or work friends or things like that. So that I saw as interesting and I can kind of see where they took that and spun it to where we have no Samantha. Nevertheless, I still know that it's probably going to be centered around Carrie's selfish ass. All right. And that's one of the questions I asked you guys, which was, who do you think is the most toxic character in Sex and the City? And obviously an overwhelming amount, overwhelming amount of people, said Carrie. I think I had one Charlotte and one Samantha and I had over a hundred replies. So <laughs> that was interesting. You know, I have watched Sex and the City undoubtedly probably more than almost any other show like repeatedly and it's always interesting to me how it changes the older I get I think sex in the city went off when I was fairly young like when I was like 12 maybe maybe I yeah I had to be 12 because I think it went off in 2004 or 5 hmm Okay, so I'm 29. Y'all, math is not my strong suit, okay? It went off when I was an early teen. I wasn't even worried about it. The first movie came out in 2006, I think. In 2006 was my freshman year of high school. I know that. And my mom let me go see it. So I started watching Sex in the City pretty young. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I can't believe my mom let me watch that. Nevertheless... And of course, watching it as a younger woman, I was like, oh my God, Carrie, she's so fabulous. Like blah, blah, You got really the surface level of the show. And then watching it again, you know, in my early 20s, late teens, early 20s, still pretty much like, okay, Carrie's super fabulous, but so is Samantha. Like Samantha, wow, Samantha, Samantha. In my mid 20s, I started moving towards a full Samantha with a Miranda undertone. All right, and now in my late 20s, (laughs) I'm a Miranda. She was a realistic bitch, all right? I used to think like she is so moody. She's so negative. She's done that. No, Miranda was sick of everybody's shit. And girl, same, same. She was realistic. I will say I'm a, I'll give it 60% Miranda, 40% Samantha. I have no Charlotte, no Carrie in me. I really don't. Charlotte has been (laughs) a character that I have never been able to relate to. Maybe in the reboot, maybe I'll feel differently. However, am I going to watch it on time? Have a premiere party with my friends? Probably not. Probably not. Might wait till the whole thing comes out and then just pop it on one day when I'm bored. I don't know. I just, I I think I've said this before. Why can't we do another show where we focus on different characters, um, you know, in a more present day, like New York City. Kind of the same way I feel about Real Housewives of New York City. Even though they are, you know, including women of color, women of the LGBTQIA plus community, different women in different lights, it's still centering (laughs) these three white women. And I'm just like, we could highlight so much more of New York so much more if we just thought outside the box a little bit but nevertheless I will give it a chance and I will talk shit about it to y'all when it gets there okay so one last thing I want to touch on before I bid you farewell on this season finale of the Who Asked Me podcast is the Adele album first of all I just have to say I love the entire press tour leading up to the new album because Adele is arguably one of the most private celebrities which cannot blame her all right ever she does a press tour leading up to the new album drops the album makes us all cry feels our feelings tours and then goes back into hiding to write some more music for us to sob to now the Oprah interview loved it she was a lot more honest than I thought she would be because again she's a relatively private celebrity we don't hear a lot about her all right I thought she answered everything amazingly she made me cry at least three times especially when she spoke about you know forgiving your parents about things and I was just like oh my heart and then when the album dropped y'all I was arguably doing my job the quickest I have ever done it in my life I have never got servers and bartenders Checked out and out of a venue faster so I could be by myself and turn that album on. And as soon as I turned it on in the office when I was doing the rest of my work, I started bawling. I'm not really a big crier in the first place. And it's not like I resist crying because when it happens like I I just let it out um I'm just more of a like conceal don't feel don't let them know type of person um and then one little thing pisses me off and I'm like oh my gosh everything's wrong and then I cry for like the next five days and then the well dries up and then we're good to go again for like the next two months and trust me I've been in therapy I've talked about it it's just not my tear ducts don't work like that all right, they really don't I'm an all or nothing type of crying bitch so once I start crying I'm not gonna fucking stop I'm just gonna let it all all run out all of it okay all of it but nevertheless Adele got to me she got to me now I want her to get to me one more time and bring these ticket prices down for the Vegas residency because She actually has two shows while I'm going to be there for my bachelorette party. However, I'm not going to, it's not looking like I'm going to be able to go. But nevertheless, if you haven't listened to the Adele album, I really think you should. Okay. And if you're one of those people that's just like, I don't really care for Adele that much. Like she's a great singer, but it's just not my type of music. Just tell me you have no taste. Just tell me you have no taste. All right. And let's move on. I'm just kidding. Everybody likes what they like, I guess. But like, I'm just saying, how do you not like Adele? Have you listened? Have you listened? Okay, it's not sad music. She has upbeat songs, but nevertheless, okay? We won't go off on an Adele tangent right now. But if you want to argue about it, slide into my DMs. I'm just kidding. There's no arguing over Adele, much like Beyonce. So on that note, that is going to go ahead and wrap up the season finale of the Who Asked Me podcast season one. We did it. We did it, Joe. No, 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 I'm just kidding. But we did it. All right. Let me just say, as somebody who started this podcast with zero expectations whatsoever, I mean, I think I expected a few of my friends who encouraged me to start the podcast to listen to this for a few weeks, and then it just fall off. I was not expecting that people I don't know to actually follow me, listen to me, rate and review me. Now, don't get me wrong. I am in no way, shape or form like, oh, thank you to the Academy. I'm accepting this award. I know that I'm not a huge podcast. Um, I see the numbers. (laughs) But like I said, I had no expectations of this whatsoever. So all of you that I have conversations with, all of you that rated and reviewed me that I didn't ask to, okay, I appreciate it, um even to the other fellow bravo podcasters that I have gotten to interact with and be featured on their podcast. I appreciate it a lot. I have realized a lot of things through doing this podcast, um, and with that, I know where I want to take it and what I want to you know be known for and do, and with that. I will say when we come back for season two, we're going to be talking about maybe some more real life um, topics, you know, things that are going on. I just realized when I was kind of in a bad headspace these past couple of weeks when I wasn't recording um, that there are conversations to be had. And I know I made, you know, some jokey jokes about it because if you can't laugh at yourself, honey, if you can't laugh, then what are you doing? But, you know, we, we're going to start touching on some day-to-day conversations that are to be had. Um, With that, I will say one thing that I am going to bring into season two is a subtopic called So That Happened, because I feel like we all have things that happen to us throughout our weeks that make us go, are you fucking serious? That really happened. Now, we're going to keep it on the lighter side because I'm no Dr. Phil. I'm no Oprah. Oprah. I'm not even Jada Pinkett Smith, okay? We're going to keep it on the lighter side. Things that just make us go, hmm, and that we just have to laugh about. Every week I will be putting a box over on the Instagram page and you all will let me know what your, so that happened, moment of the week was. And I'm not going to put any of y'all on Front Street. Everything will be anonymous and it is Only stuff you feel like sharing and I will be sharing my own what the fuck moments because the Lord knows I have plenty working in the fucking service industry. (laughs) Uh, So even though this is a season finale, I will still be very, very active over on the Instagram page. Do not worry. Okay. I love interacting with y'all. I was thinking about doing some Christmas time festive you know, episodes, but I'm not going to make any promises. If you wake up one day and you see a new episode for me that is Christmas themed, just be happy. All right. No, I'm just kidding. But you could, you could not. This is my official hiatus. I do not have an official date on when I will be back, but it will be early 2022. Um, Again, I just want to say I appreciate everybody who has listened, rated, reviewed, supported me through this season one journey. And it We are getting bigger and better from here. Actually, I don't know if we're going to get bigger, but I'm going to try and get better because I like to get better every day, all right? (laughs) I will talk to y'all soon, bye.